Thanks for listening to Victory's podcast today. Connecting people to a life-changing relationship with Jesus is what we're all about. For more resources or to reach out to us, go to victorychristian.church. Enjoy today's message. Hi, everybody. Are you ready for the Bible today? I'm going to open up by reading Matthew 11:28 through 30. It says this, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for this day and for the opportunity that we have right now to hear from you. God, I pray that every person, wherever they're watching or listening today, God, would you just grab a hold of their hearts and, Lord, touch them. And, Lord, let your word be a blessing to them. God, we want to know you. We want to know your heart. We want to draw close to you. We declare today that we trust you and we trust your ability to speak to us. God, I pray for the empowerment of your Holy Spirit. God, to share what's in your word. It's such a privilege. But let your heart come through. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Last week, I started a new series called Take Ten, where we're looking at the Ten Commandments. And last week, we took the first three commandments and talked about them as a group. And today, we're just going to talk about the fourth commandment, which has to do with the Sabbath. So we're going to read in Exodus 20, verses 8 through 11. It says, Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But on the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son nor your daughter nor your male or female servant nor your animals nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them, but rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. So, In this fourth commandment, we're talking about the Sabbath, the Sabbath day's rest, a day to not work, a day to rest, and a day to worship God. Before we dig into this, I have to say that this commandment is really fascinating to me because God himself was the first one to take a Sabbath rest. He does all of creation in six days, and it says that he rested on the seventh day. I don't know about y'all, but I find it fascinating that God rested from his work. I'm thinking if anybody doesn't need to rest and can work 24-7, it's got to be God. But there must be a principle here that is greater than humanity and greater than ourselves if God himself rested. This has got to be like a kingdom principle, something that's bigger and broader that we are participating in, and I find that really exciting. So let's dive in. It says in the latter part of verse 7, it says that the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Now, the scripture, that word, holy, saying that the Sabbath is holy, it means that it wasn't common, um, it wasn't usual, but it was sacred, it was set apart. It was different than the other six days because it was consecrated or set apart for God. It's meant to be a different day with a different rhythm, with a different focus. And yep, you guessed it, the focus that we're supposed to have is upon God and upon the big picture, if you will. So how do we do this? Well, 
it starts with actually ceasing from our work. And the word Sabbath, when you look at the roots of the word, actually means to cease. And in context, it's saying cease from work. And we are supposed to rest on the Sabbath. So Sabbath is where we rest from our work. We rest from our labor. We rest from the decisions that we're making all the time. We're resting from the demands of life. For some of y'all, you're thinking right now, that sounds pretty good. (laughs) Sabbath is where we rest from production, right? From all the life's projects that we have going on at work and home. And I recognize that for a lot of us, we can find um, some real relaxing time, even doing projects and things around the house. And, And I think that has its place and is valuable. But there is something about stopping. Y'all, you know, sometimes we never learn how to actually stop. Um, And if that's you, I want to tell you today, like, you're missing something in life. And I say that graciously. And what you're missing is called refreshing. Because there's something about stopping that positions you, position, (laughs) I'm going to say it right, I promise, positions you to receive refreshing. As a matter of fact, in Exodus 31:17, it actually says that God himself is refreshed through Sabbath. Now, this is how it says it. In Exodus 31:17, it will be a sign between me and the Israelites forever, for in 6 days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, on the 7th day he rested and was refreshed. Now, y'all, if the Lord can be refreshed by taking a Sabbath, then it applies to you as well. Also, I think one of the things that we're seeing here is the heart of God when it comes to Sabbath. Sabbath isn't a rule or a regulation that was set up in the Old Testament just to, to see if people would obey or just to see if, if um, they would hear what God said and you know, follow his rules. The Sabbath was for the people. It, it wasn't God's way of controlling people. It was actually God's way of blessing people it was a way of setting aside a time where god could meet with his people in a special day not that he doesn't meet with them the six days of the week the common days of the week but that there's this sacred day where god could bless them we read before it says that god blessed the sabbath day and made it holy and what this means is that when he blessed the day it means that god is generous towards that day it's like he, he treats it special, that it's, it's precious and important to him, and that he wants to bless that day. And he has blessings that are waiting for you as you take your rest. For some of y'all who, you know, we just like to earn things and we just like to earn, uh, work for things, I think we have to um, think about that for a moment. That God has blessings in our place of rest. He has prepared blessings for us when we take that moment and rest and rest in him. So Sabbath is when we rest from work. And Sabbath is when we rest from our production. And Sabbath is when we reflect on the goodness of God. When we take time to just be thankful, take time to worship God, take time to honor God. You know, he's, he's really worthy of it. And worship is also good for us because there's something about worshiping God and worshiping our creator and worshiping the one that we follow and that we know that begins to calibrate our perspective of life. One of the ways 
I've always thought about is that, you know, when I pray and I seek God in heaven, I say, God, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I'm seeking him and his perspective because it changes my perspective on earth when I consider how good and how great my God is and when I take time to worship him. Also, worship resets our soul, our mind and our will and our emotions because, again, we're calibrating with God. It's like when you call tech support, you know, and um, uh, they they tell you, you know, if your computer's giving you a problem, what's the first thing they always tell you? Power that thing down, and then power it back up. Or if it's your phone, right? Turn off, t- close all the apps, turn off your phone, turn it back on, and y'all know, like ninety percent of the time, it fixes a lot of the problems. And you know, that's like us. You know, we need a reset, and Sabbath is meant to be that reset for our lives where we can realign and calibrate with God. And it's just a healthy pattern. It's really neat how so many of God's principles are common sense. And yet they're really revelation to us, right? Um, Sabbath is also a time where you know we can really reflect on the goodness of God and worship God. And we can also reflect on the bigger picture. We can take time to just sit back and think, you know, where are things headed with my life and with things around me? And is it the way and the direction that I think they're supposed to be headed? And gives us an opportunity to change direction and consider where we are and talk to the Lord about it. It also is an opportunity where we can consider the bigger, bigger picture with our family. I know in the last couple of years, I seem to be doing that so much more as my children are changing the seasons of their lives, and I'm recognizing their change also means change for me, and how the next changes that they have coming will also impact me and how I want to be you know, ready for their changes in, lives and, in their lives. And it also gives us a, a time to sit back and look at the bigger picture when it comes to God and his purposes for our, our lives. There's something about just having that time to reflect, having that time to pray, having that time to worship God, having that time to push back and reflect on what's going on. And it can simply be reflecting on the week you just had. And it can be just considering the week that's in front of you. Sabbath is also the time where we rest in God. And this can be difficult for some of us to learn what it means to rest in God. Because when we think about God and we think about his presence and we even think about interacting with him, some of us can get anxious and, you know, we're on our best behavior and our best thought pattern and, and get anxious. But do you know that God actually wants you to be able to find rest in him, find a piece of a place of peace with him? And there is a resting in God that's available for you. Matthew 11:28 through 30 says it really beautifully. This is Jesus speaking and he says, "Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened." And I want to take a moment, I take a little liberty and apply this to a good long week. You ever have one of those just weeks where you've been working hard, you've been grinding hard, you've been going hard, maybe um, life has sent some stress your way and the complication this your way. And when you hear this verse, you're like, yeah, that's me. It says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Now, this is the Lord speaking. He says, he will give you rest. 
take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I think Sabbath is that that moment where we take the heavy yokes and we put them before God and let him carry them. And that's how they become lighter yokes. I always tell myself, when the yoke gets really heavy, I must be doing it wrong. Because God's intent, you know, he's humble and he's gracious at heart. And he wants to carry that heavy part. And the yoke that he says he has for me in Matthew 11 is a yoke that is easy and the burden is light. doesn't mean all of life is easy. doesn't mean that we don't work hard and all of that. It means that what God has for you and what he wants you to carry doesn't have to be heavy. And I find that really inspiring. And I believe that this rest that we have and that we learn to have with God, and I, and I want to encourage you, if you've never had that rest in God, read those, that scripture in Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30, and know that it is for you, and say, God, teach me how to have a rest in you. Show me what that looks like. And I believe that what God wants to do is he wants to take that rest that you have in him, and he wants you to also be able to enjoy that rest with your family. And be able to enjoy that rest with your friends. I, I think Sabbath is, is uh, intended to be a time where we take a break from work. Where we enjoy God. Where we worship God. Where we know God. Where we look at the big picture. But we also are able to just take a moment and enjoy one another. Enjoy our friends and enjoy our family. Enjoy the, the relationships that we have around us. It's something that we are supposed to do with others. You know, I, I think that for some of us, the, the, the idea of Sabbath sounds good, but the implementing it in our lives, the idea of taking time off and taking a break and learning how to rest, that's harder for us to do. Some of us, frankly, are thinking, I don't know how I could do it. I don't know where I could take a day. I don't know where I could rest. And I want to challenge you this way. I want you to encourage you to think of, of Sabbath like you think of tithing. You know, when I started tithing as a, as a believer, um, I did it, first of all, as an act of worship, saying, God, I want to worship you with 10% of my income. And I'm just going to say, God, you're my God. I'm going to remember you as my God. I'm going to proclaim you as my, my uh, provider. But part of tithing for me has also been a real faith move. Because I I sincerely believe that because I give a tithe and an offering to the Lord, and and I put this at his feet, I really believe that God will do more with what is left in my hands. That when I take that first fruit, and I take that first part, and I worship God with it, that he's going to do more with it. It can be, you know, stretching that money and making it can go further. It can be keeping from, you know, things that can siphon away my money from happening. God is so creative, but I have a confidence and a belief that God's going to do more with my 90% than I would do on my own with my 100%. And Sabbath is the same way. It's this idea that God... Could you do more with my six days than if I had my seven days? And the the beautiful thing about this is, first of all, it is an act of faith, just like tithing is an act of faith. The math doesn't work, y'all, 
six out of seven is less than seven out of seven as far as days to be productive. And 100% is, or excuse me, 90% is less to work with than 100%. The math doesn't work, but the faith does work. And God has a way of blessing it. And the thing about Sabbath is, it's not just the principle of can God do more with six, but y'all, he's got a blessing for you on that seventh. There is a blessing in resting. There's a blessing in setting time aside to worship God. There's a blessing in reflecting. There's a blessing in recalibrating. There's, God has created this for you. In, in Scripture, Jesus says it himself. When they come and they challenge him about his disciples gleaning from the fields, um, and they're giving Jesus a hard time, Jesus says to them, he says, listen, he says, man was not made for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath was made for man. Meaning that God did not create this day so that we could serve it. No, it's because we serve and love God. He made a day for us to be refreshed and to worship him and to be recharged and to be encouraged and to get perspective. That thing is there for us. And so I believe that it goes, frankly, even beyond my analogy of the tithe because I believe God can do more when we, with our six, if you will, and I believe that there's a blessing that's waiting for us in that seventh day. There's a blessing waiting in that time that is set aside. Now, as I'm talking to you about it, I'm talking to you about it in a really binary way. You either do it or you don't do it. And that's on purpose because I think it's good for us to look at it and really stare into that thing and see, see the blessing in it. But um, it's also clear in Scripture, in Colossians and other Scriptures, that this principle is a principle that we can live by and that we can receive. It is not a, a law that we live by. It's a principle that we can Cash in is probably the wrong way to say it, but it's a principle that we can partake in, and it's a principle that God himself took a part in in creation. And it's a principle that will bless you, and it will bless your relationship with God, it will bless your uh, relationship with others, and I think it will bring even more fruitfulness in your life. And so I just want to encourage you today with this idea of Sabbath. Cease from work. Now, let me say one last thing about this. When you cease from work, you are making room for other things. And the things that you're making room for is more of God, more perspective, more rest, more time with others. It's not just a a vegetative state, if you will, um, but it's a time of intentionally being able to be with God and be recharged. I just want to encourage you today, um, wherever you are in your walk with God, to make sure you have that principle of rest, that principle of ceasing and just allowing yourself to be with God. I think think you'll be a better version of yourself practicing the principle than not because God can do so much through all that other time he has with you and he can do so much in that special time that you set aside for him. And so I'm going to take a moment and I'm going to pray for you in just a moment that God, for some of you, you need to learn how to rest. I know for me that's been a journey to learn how to rest. And I'm going to pray that God will help you learn how to rest. For others, you're like, I'm not sure how I can make resting work, but I know I need to have a day of rest. I know I need to have some time when I cease from my labors and 
focus on God and focus on those that I love around me. And I'm going to pray that God will show you how to do that. But I also want to make an invitation today and say, if you're listening today and maybe life is just not where it needs to be right now and you're feeling lost, if you're feeling lost today, I just want you to know that God sees you and he finds you and he can lead you out of that place today. Maybe you've never made a profession of faith and said, Jesus, I want to serve you and I want to follow you and I want to know you. I just want you to know that he's there right where you are today, inviting you to follow him. Because God has a new life for you. And to enter into that new life, what we do is we say, God, I'm ready to just leave the ownership of my own life and begin to put it into your hands and just follow you and know you and walk with you. If you need to make that decision today, or maybe you need to return to that decision today, I just want to encourage you to pray a simple prayer, asking God to come into your life, to rule and reign in your life. And if if that's you, would you go to victorychristian.church and click on Next Steps? Because if you're making that really important decision today, we want to know about it, and we want to be able to reach out to you and walk with you in that. I'm going to take a moment and just pray for all of us and say, God, help us to know how to enjoy, how to walk in, how to have the faith for, and to receive the best from a Sabbath rest. Let's pray. Father, we love you today. We thank you for the gift of a Sabbath. God, what a blessing. You are so good and so gracious. And certainly, God, if you can be refreshed from your work in a Sabbath, oh, how much could we be refreshed in our lives from Sabbath? I pray, give us the faith to practice ceasing from work and just setting aside time to be with you. And God, show us how that, how to, even when we cease from our work, would you show us how to rest in you and just enjoy you and your presence and worship you and honor you We thank you for blessing a Sabbath rest. We thank you that there are gifts and generosity waiting there. And God, we want to use that opportunity to just draw close to you and get that perspective on the other six days, on where our lives are headed, on where our families are. And God, just be able to spend quality time with you. God, we love you and we thank you for the privilege of a Sabbath rest. And I pray, God, today that you would bless those who are listening today, that you'd watch over them. God, that you'd pour out your spirit on their homes and their families. God, I just speak peace over their families. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening. If you'd like to connect with us, just go to victorychristian.church. Have a great day.